Tiki. Ready, Freddy. Do you know what time it is? Time to record. What are you recording? The podcast, Amber. What's the podcast called? Are we? Am I going to have to speak through this to you? No, like, are we just not going to do an introduction? I was trying to get for it. I was trying to get an introduction out of you, but you were just not having it. So I figured I had to like. like, I'll go. Hi. Welcome to Cheers to the Mouse. Hi. Hi. I'm Kiki. I'm Amber. Yes, and um, there's your introduction. No little intro, just going straight for it. I mean, did you want to do a, like, intro to the intro? We usually do. Okay, well, what was your intro to the intro? Like, I don't know. Just... How are you doing, Kiki? No, let's just go to the movie. <laughs> let's just go. You guys, I'm putting Amber in a bubble, by the way. Yeah, I'm getting put in the bubble. I've been sick a lot, which is why we've got two Star Wars episodes back to back. So, and we missed a week. I think we've had a hiatus. It happens, you know. Mental I don't think health. It, I don't think it's called a hiatus if it's only one week. A hiatus is like multiple weeks. I think it was two weeks. I think it was only one. I can't look at it now. I'll look at it in between recordings. But I only think uh, it was one episode. I'm pretty sure it was two. I think it's one. <laughs> I only had to do it once because you did the frozen one. And then you missed a week. So then I did the two Star Wars episodes. I think it's two. September 16th, October 6th. Kiki. We had a, a hiatus. Look, okay? Kiki. Okay? Amber got caught up with school. My mindset is not good ever, to be honest. This is why Amber took over with editing. Yeah. I, I just can't. Yeah. So. But we're going to try to work on it, so hopefully we won't be missing anymore. We're going to try to do this. Yes. And then... Maybe host... just find someone to pay to edit that would when be you're cool. busy. I reached out to someone, but I couldn't figure out how to send them the... Just give them access to the account. Yeah, I was going to do that next time. But then you were just like, hey, I can edit. I'm going to edit. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, that's just because you were missing weeks and it was stressing me out. <laughs> I'm sorry! Next time, next time. I also have anxiety, so when you like miss weeks, it really stresses me out. Hi guys, we're a wreck. <laughs> we're stupid and dumber, and we're also a wreck. It's a good combination. Do they think you think they didn't realize that before? Yeah, but you know, we gave you an extra blooper reel to make up for it. So hopefully that came out yes, well. Yes, love us, forgive us. Please just don't hate us. <laughs> don't hate Amber. Yeah, don't hate me. Well, don't hate Kiki. That'll make me feel bad. It's fine. But Kiki, what did we watch this week? We watched Frozen 2. Yeah. And you know what? There was cringy moments, but I enjoyed the movie. It It was all right. I feel like it gives great background. It answers questions. It does answer questions. Yes. There were a lot of cringy moments. A lot. Especially this one scene. But overall, you enjoyed it? Yeah, I mean, like it was, you know what? I like I like it a little bit better than the first one. And I think because the fans didn't really get too crazy over it. I do like the second one better than the first one. Yeah. You know, the first one was a really good movie. Like I feel like there's more plot in the second one. Definitely. They had they had to they were going to There's a definite plot. They instead were of just background. 
Elsa runs amok. Like, there is a definite <laughs> plot to the second one. I can easily, if they spin this a certain way, I can easily see this just becoming like a series type thing. Because with the first one, we have an introduction. Now we're getting a background. And then the third one can be about. You but know you were talking. So I was well, like, we don't interrupt each other already. I was trying to be nice. Okay. So before I get to why that was a good segue or segue, as one of my favorite podcasts likes to say, one of the things that I wanted to bring up that we didn't mention last time, and I'm sorry that we didn't mention it, is that Frozen has a female director, Jennifer Lee, oh. which I wanted to highlight because you don't see a lot of females in upper level positions like that. That's really big. The screenplay and the story is also co-done by her. So Frozen and Frozen 2 is directed by Chris Buck and Jennifer Lee. The screenplay is by Jennifer Lee. The story is by a bunch of people. So I won't list the the whole thing. But yeah, I thought that was really amazing. Frozen 2 didn't win a bunch of awards like Frozen 1 did. I I think it was more low-key than Frozen 1. Yeah. So... Well, it's more low key and also it's a sequel. So, I mean, like, sequels usually don't win yeah, the awards like the originals do. The sequel was actually better than the first. It had a plot! The first one had Did a not plot. have a plot! The plot was Elsa runs them up. That is not a plot. The plot was just more like, you know, coming together and solving problems with sister bonding, basically. I just think. That's not a plot. I just think they let it was like they a, had too many it was like, Elsa running amok. It was like a John Green book. There was no plot. I love John Green books, but there are no plots. John Green himself says there aren't plots <laughs> to his books. But uh, well, that's life though. Awesome. I don't want to watch a Disney movie for life. Do you see talking animals in real life? Do you see magical snowmen in real life? No, if thank I, you. Have a nice day. If I did, I wouldn't tell you because then I get locked up. I wouldn't lock you up. I don't want to come eat them. <laughs> Shoot. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, oh, oh. Um, I think in the first one they had like one too many scenes of Elsa running amok. But I feel like yes. overall, you know, there was a decent. I feel like if they cut down some scenes, the movie would have been mm-hmm. more linear. If that makes sense. Yes. So. One thing that I also found interesting is that both times Anna is listed before Elsa. Although Elsa's a driving character, but I think that's just because Anna gets more screen time. I also thought, we, I brought that up and you said it was because of the alphabets. No, Anna's mentioned. Mm-hmm. Like, people say Anna and then Elsa. But, like, the cast listing also has it done. Mm-hmm. But I think that's because Anna gets more screen time. Like, they're cast listed that way. I don't know. I think they get probably about the same amount. In this one. Yeah. But yeah. in the other one, definitely Anna gets more screen time. And then I also, I think especially in the bloopers, it might not make it in there. I commented on how Anna's singing improves. And so before we got started, I wanted to mention that her singing is still done by Kristen Bell. That's good. I was wondering about that. Like, I kind of noticed that too. So I was wondering, did they give her singing lessons? Did they come in? Because I know they'll come in and do someone who sounds similar to kind of sing. So I'm not, at least according to the Wikipedia, okay. there's no one mentioned as the singing voice. So I am assuming that 
it is still just Kristen Bell. I'm not sure if there was any singing lessons or any like auto-tuning because we do know this was the time of Beauty and the Beast. I don't think so. So they were auto-tuning Emma Watson. There was that was obvious auto-tuning. Yeah. They did a bad job with trying to But I'm saying they might have done a better job of auto-tuning her if they did it. If they did, then good job on them. Like there's nothing wrong with auto-tune. A little bit, yeah. There's nothing wrong with like it's just And the issue wasn't that she was off key or anything. The issue was she just didn't have the power to stand up mm-hmm. against Elsa's voice. Yeah, I got you. Well, that's and that's because the girl, the woman who plays Elsa, is a Broadway powerhouse. Yes, like, like <laughs> I mean, if you guys, if you guys do not know her, then then you live under a rock. I can't say her name. I'm just waiting for you to say your name. I can't pronounce it. You say it. Go ahead. I'm gonna let Amber continue on. <laughs> Amber, I can't say her name. Um, I'm not of, the one who made that statement. You get to say her name after that statement. It's true, though. Like, what's her name? I can't pronounce it. Go but find I'm your saying, rock. But like, if you, I feel like a lot of people have seen at least Glee, and she was a, she was kind of a minor slash major character in the show. Mm-hmm. So, like, at least from that, you know, I feel like she's been in a couple of things where she can be semi-recognized. But if anyone knows the Broadway side of things, you should know Wicked. So you should know her. Yes. So that's what I mean by if you don't know her, then you'll be I just mean, I feel like she's at least semi-famous in modern media, but then she's very famous in... Broadway media, if that makes sense. Does that sound weird? Almost people don't call it Broadway media. Yeah, I know. I know. That's why I said semi in modern, not modern. And I don't know what to call it. Yeah. But there's a difference. You know what But I mean. going back to your possibility of there being a third one or not, one of the things about the making of this movie was obviously after the first one, there was a lot of people wondering, is there going to be a second one? Is there going to be a second one? And so in May 2014, when asked about a sequel, the CEO of Disney told the host, David Faber, who does a financial journalist and the CNBC morning show, Squawk on the Street. Never watched it. Never heard of it. But that would make sense to have a CEO on that show. That Disney would not mandate a sequel or force storytelling because to do so would risk creating something not good as the first film. I I guess I could see that if you like if you try to plan too far ahead, then you can you'll already go with productions. You don't know how people react to the other films and. Yeah. By the time you have the second film coming out and you're done filming for the third one, the second one could have bad views. And now you just have this movie that you have to put out because you've filmed it. You spent so much money. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And so they're hoping for Frozen to be kind of like The Lion King, where it's still a big hit long after it's come out. Like, The Lion King was a really big hit when it came out, and it's continued to be a really big hit. It's also a Broadway musical, and so there's a very strong correlation between Frozen and Lion King. 
Um, I think that's going to be hard to do because Lion King was in that era of, hey, look, here's some kids movies that are really amazing in this yeah. enter to a world. And now we're in an era of, well, yeah, Disney movies are a thing, you know? Not all of them are good, but they're Disney movies are part of a collection. Do you know what I mean? Does that sound weird? Yeah, but that's what they were hoping to get out of Frozen after it became such a big hit. Which, that makes sense considering the fact that they did the Broadway musical mm-hmm. and that they've done everything that they've done with Frozen since. There's I, a lot of parallels between the two, if you look back on it. I don't think it will be that popular. I just don't see it. I see. I don't know if it'll have the longevity, but I think no. it will, because it is a princess, after all. It is. And, and here, princesses this, live very long. I think because um, because it's a princess-type movie, it's going to be up. And it's a very strong feminine princess. It is. And it's going to be up there with with all the other princesses. It's going to be, because we, we love our princesses and stuff. We still talk about them. But I don't think it would reach Lion King. I think that's another step. Yeah. And I don't think it will reach that. Just because it is, one, the fan base got way too crazy with it. They did. When it came out. And so a lot of people were put off on it. Yes. Two, Lion King was new. Frozen is not new. Well, it's a new story. But it's it's being pushed off in an era of we're used to this. I feel like Lion King came out. When people weren't used to what Yes, nothing like that had really came before that. Or like nothing, like it was still in the process of, oh my God, what is this? And now we're just like, oh yeah, another Disney movie. What's this? Wrong movie. (laughs) But right season. Is it? Halloween season. Yes, I see that more like a Christmas movie. But I could be careful. (laughs) I'm just put it. What? Are you judging me because I like it more for Christmas and Halloween? But it's star. It's also a Halloween movie. It's a Christmas and Halloween movie. Exactly. We'll post it in November. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's a perfect in between after Thanksgiving. But it's like, I feel like Big Hero 6, amazing movies. If it came out earlier, I think it would be way more popular. Like it's already popular, but I think it could really reach a new level of popularity. It's one of those underrated Disney movies, unfortunately. I think Big Hero 6, though, will last as a oh, niche. Because oh, it's, it's very underrated. Like, fear that's... Which we're going to be covering next week, and I'm excited! I feel like, though, a lot of times in modern age, they ruin it because they like to... They'll take a movie, then they'll go too far. They'll do the TV series. They'll do little short movies that have nothing... Not nothing to do with the original movie, but that are just, like... You can tell they're just trying to hold on to that thing. And I hate that. Yeah. Like, I don't, like, I know they did a Tangle series on Disney Channel. I'm sure it was good. I don't want that. Like, leave Tangle alone. It's a movie. Just go. But some people did. I'm sure some people did, too. But those, I feel like those were the people who who didn't really, I want not say grow up watching it, but who wasn't, like, around when it came out. <laughs> targets a younger audience it's like it's like we're bad at this we're already 20 minutes in and we haven't even started a movie the movie begins <laughs> with yes. anna and elsa playing with snow toys um, it's, a, it's a very familiar scene and if you love easter eggs this is your scene to go <laughs> it's a very 
familiar scenes that we once again see Anna Elsa Young playing with Elsa's powers. However, you know, we get something different. We actually get personality from their parents. <laughs> Which question? Do we want to come back and talk about the scene after we reveal something about You Know Who? Or do we want to talk about it now and go ahead and reveal about You Know Who? Um, do you think we'll remember to come back and say something? I will. I don't know. Like, I feel like we're pretty bad at spoiling stuff. Like, I feel like I spoil stuff all the time. No, I'm not that now. Yes, okay. So anyway, the girls are playing, their parents are coming in and stuff, and then their dad entices them with a story. And I really like the scene, because we talked about the movie. Anna just gives off so much personality in this. She's adorable. She really is. And I love it. You know, we see Elsa's a little more... She's already more reserved and regal. Yes. And it makes sense. She is the eldest. But she's like, how old again? Like, maybe eight? Maybe, but you're raised in a life of royalty. You're taught, especially since she's the first in line, how to act a certain way. And I'm sure Anna's given more freedom because she's just the spare. That's true. I'm sorry, that sounded rude. That's how it is. You have a hair, you have a spare. Luckily, air. air, thank you. Hair. Air and spare. Air and spare, thank you. Luck, they're very progressive, allowing Elsa to be the queen. Anyway, back to the movie. Uh, we have the father who is sitting the girls down and telling them a story of how it used to be of these people who used to live in a certain area of the forest, of the Enchanted Forest, and they would they would live with magic. Basically interact with it. Yes, but except it wasn't really magic. It was more like... Magical spirits? Yes. Like, nature will work with them and not what Elsa does. Not for them. Yes. If, yes. You know, from my point of view, <laughs> what I gathered, we have a very Native American-like group working who's very for nature, working with nature and interacting with it. And of course, what do we have? We have the not-so-native population. Indigenous? I think indigenous is a good word. Yeah, the indigenous, the non-indigenous population coming in in (laughs) and taking over the place, basically. Yes. Um, From the storytelling, we see how they're, you know, they meet respectively in kind. You know, it's pretty good that they didn't have a war at first and then come together. They start off coming together. What's another Android movie? I think it'll last kind of like Princess Bride is held on as a niche movie. It's kind mm-hmm. of a cult classic, if you will. Yeah. Like, yeah. Although, like, there are a lot of Disney movies that people don't necessarily think about that a lot of people really love. love. Yeah. We have Honest Kingdom. They build a dam for the indigenous people. Um, I can't pronounce their name. They have a name. I can't pronounce it. I'm bad at pronouncing names. And, you know, we just see a scene of them all hanging out and just having fun and connecting. And then, of course, something goes wrong. North Aldra? North Aldra, perfect. We all of a sudden see, and during the story, we're listening it from the king's point of view, and he's just a kid. He's probably 15, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Preteen. He's, yeah, he's very young. And so he, from his point of view, everything was good and fine. He stepped away from the group for a second to go, he cuts out the guy's eye. Next thing he knows, everyone's fighting. And so from his point of view, they were attacked. 
and now they're in battle and he just sees all of a sudden his father honor else's grandfather go over a cliff and and nature is attacking and kind of destroying everything yes 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 king ends up hitting his head and then he's rescued by a mysterious voice and magic um and he doesn't know who saved him and ever since then the enchanted forest yes has been off limits strictly enforced by magic yes the king escapes but no one's allowed to go into the enchanted forest and no one's allowed to leave the enchanted forest so we don't know that yet yeah we do no because it because we don't i didn't realize that he was the sorry spoilers we're just going to spoil it i didn't realize he was the only one that came out i thought everyone did he was the only one that came out but i don't think he mentioned that no one was allowed to leave he just said oh he didn't even mention no one's allowed to go in there the mist still stands no one can get in and no Um, one has has come out out. so we're safe i think though he was talking more of the north all Aldrin. Aldrin people and not his people. I don't know if he actually realizes his people still there. Yeah, I don't know if he realizes they're still there. So anyway, so he finished up the story and they're tucked the kids in bed and it's just so cute. Yeah, but it's also a little bit... Okay. Yeah. So now the part of the scene that I really, 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 really have a bone to pick with <laughs> yes anna just kind of getting off the actual questions no because <laughs> anna starts questioning you know she's like the mom what about her she's north aldrin yes yes we did we learned that in the end yeah eventually you and that spoiler alert that's what i was trying to decide whether or not we we're going to tell you what's the problem and so she knows her people Mm-hmm. She knows their culture. Mm-hmm. So she should know that they wouldn't just attack. She probably does, but what is she going to do? She can't exactly, hey. But she's the queen. Like, but what is she going to do? Talk hey, to the king. About what, though? About how that might not be true. Like, maybe over time, like... And then what, Like, he knows that she's North Aldrin. Yeah, that's true. But then what? But also, does she know that, or does she... I don't know. I feel... I think she does, because in the flashback, they show where she mentions that she's North Aldrin to him. Yeah, no, no. I mean, does she... Well, she doesn't know her culture. I'm thinking she probably, considering the fact that she went through with this she probably figured she had to give up that life and she probably doesn't even think about it anymore because think about why would she need to even but abandoning your whole people did she abandon them or are they where they were originally but to just like have them labeled like that i don't know and to have your kids assume that this whole part of their well, like they don't, but heritage. they don't know. She's not. I know that they don't. That I know heritage. that they don't know it. But... So I get what you mean. She's, she's not. She's not bringing up her heritage. Yeah. And I'm the... less mad at her per se about doing it, and I'm more mad at how Disney is portraying her. 
I think in that moment, like I would have been happier if the dad had told the story without the mom present. I'm thinking though it's more along the or lines of... if the mom had been shown in the back being a little bit uncomfortable with the story. She could have. She was like, so the way the scene was set, it was the kids were on the bed, the dad was telling the tell telling the tell and the mom was kind of by the door in the corner no and she I, was on the bed was she on the bed yeah she was on the bed i thought she was off on the no, bed. she's on the bed with the kids then again we also we were also pushed away so we don't know her demeanor yeah. during this so i think though it's just more she knew she had to give up part of that life till she completely gave it up she I doesn't want to talk about like it she doesn't want to bad on disney having her be a part of that culture and then having her be okay with her culture being portrayed this way. We don't know if she's okay with it, but. So we are trying to, we are in an era that we don't know how the interaction between husband and wife is. So for her to say anything like that in front of their kids could seem bad towards like yes they're very progressive with Elsa having a queen being queen but we don't know is it because they never had sons or is it just like with Meredith culture is it well it ended up not an issue not Meredith who am I thinking of Moana's culture that's just okay to do that but we don't, we don't know the interaction between husband and wife so we don't know how that would have came across if she had said something like I'm sure Disney wouldn't have portrayed anything but, you know, we could have got some undertones of something of, mm, really, in front of the kids. And I know that's a really big part of those types of relationships is like, mm, I just feel kids. like it was bad on Disney having, like, I understand you needing to have that story given to us. Mm -hmm. But I just, I feel like the mother's present wasn't necessarily needed. And having her there because you're just hurting her, yeah, while listening to that story, yeah. And, or, and you're also you're hurting her, and you're also having it where at best she's forced to stand silent while her people are like I just... put in a position to play. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. At yeah. best, she's put in a position where she's forced to stand silent while her people are villainized. Where from everything we can tell from their culture, they're not the type to attack. No, but that's just what, unfortunately, the majority of people do, like, with our history and stuff like that. With just how we have treated Native American people in the past and stuff like that, you know? Yeah. Uh -oh. I mean, but that's not, usually the Native Americans aren't the ones who necessarily stand quiet about their culture no but i mean like how bad it's the white people who yeah but the natives are the ones who speak up for their culture i'm talking Disney's about denying her the opportunity to do that in this scene not everyone could speak up i'm talking about yeah. like when like when people used to take the new american children and then try to rework their whole culture in their yeah. lives i mean i was thinking more of a that type aspect of there were like they had to stand there and listen to 
their families and stuff be called certain words and treated a certain way Maybe. and bad and dirty and but even that's not good on disney to have no. done that to her so i mean but, even that's not redeeming but that also is kind of how that goes yeah so i think disney was also trying to for the older audience give us a little more and maybe we're just thinking too far into it we probably are i just think there are better ways they could have portrayed the information without having had the mother there seeming to almost be compliant be compliant with the situation and then have it turn out that it was her people being villainized when it was under there. One thing I did think about, though, too, was maybe because of her position, she was raised differently. She really didn't get to know, the like, depending on how they treated her, she didn't get to really know the culture more. She wasn't that in-depth with them, her people, if that makes sense. Maybe she was, I don't know. But you I mean, know, like, she would have been about pre-teenage when she rescued but, him. But I feel like she knew her position. But she, we don't know where she was in the tribe. That's what I'm saying. We don't know how they raised her. Because I know sometimes situations like that, they can kind of, like, with, like, oh, that's, not, that's not Disney. But, like, um, they can, with special people like that, they can take them away the culture and raise them and treat them a certain way and have them interacting with the tribe a certain way because of their position if that makes sense but not, she was raised in the tribe she's from the indigenous yeah, no, she is she, of the indigenous people yes and then she came to yes um, yes yes but when she was with the tribe we don't know how she interacted with them she should have just been normal would she have been though yeah with how much they praise and get involved with the spirits and how they are with them and considering her position. But we're not told what her position is. <laughs> I feel like at the end we we're we know her position. I don't like so. We'll get we'll come back to that then. Yeah. After that <laughs> really long discussion. Um Well, that's because it really bothered me. <laughs> we do see little things though between her and her culture, like with the shawl and you know, and she does of... teach the girls a song from her people. Yes, which is very nice. Oh, um, she's the daughter of the tribe lady. Is she? Yeah, because she says her mother sings the song. I don't think, I think everyone in the tribe sings oh. that song. So then she's just a normal tribe person. Mm, I don't know if she's, she's not normal. I don't why, think why is she not normal? Because she was also... Like Elsa. No, she wasn't. She just called on their help. Actually, she didn't she control them. Elsa. Mm -mm. She just called for their help. Because mm. at the end, it just... Mm. She called for their help. Okay. She didn't do anything. She called for their help. They helped her. No. Oh, okay. Mm. Elsa controls it. She called for their help. I got you. Okay. Well, um, we... End <laughs> I think we got it settled. I think so. She was normal. She was normal. This will all make sense a little later. <laughs> I'll go into a little bit more. What I my train of thought. We have um, a creepy nursery rhyme to put you to bed. Like, but that's all we have. Yes, e, like always. Around the rosy. We London end, Bridge. <laughs> we end this wonderful scene though of her singing a lullaby and putting Elsa to sleep because Anna is knocked out. Yeah, and rolling. <laughs> 
like normal. <laughs> Good to say something's never changed. Yes. And then we finally like if you listen to the blooper, we finally get the <laughs> finally get to the frozen like title. Yes. And we continue on with the song and we're in modern day. We're in Arendelle. Arendelle at a at the palace three years after Frozen. Yes. Is it three? I don't think it's three years. Is it's it three, three years? How do you know? Wiki. Oh. Wow, three years? Mm-hmm. Okay, you know what? That makes a lot of things a whole <laughs> lot better. I was thinking this is just any our blooper reel is so wrong. Yes, it is. We, listen to it. we like we like tear a new one into it because we're thinking this is only like a couple seasons after. And then you know what about Olaf? That kind of makes a little bit more sense. But also, I'm still kind of mad about Olaf. Mm-hmm. I will talk about. This. We'll get to that. Yes. So we, anyway, we come to Elsa, who is a new outfit. She's being queen. She's on a balcony and still can't control her powers. Even after three years. She was kind of scared. Um startled. She was startled. And then we see that she kind of hears a voice singing That's what you want the ice maniac who froze the whole kingdom to be doing. Hey, it's been three years. We forgive and forget. Anyway, we, we see- forgive. We don't forget. <laughs> we see Elsa go inside and do her queenly duties. And who do we come upon? Anna. New outfit. I love that. Anna and Olaf are in the pumpkin patch. In the pumpkin patch. I think it's fall. It's spring turning to fall. That's not how seasons work. Summer turning to fall. <laughs> we see Olaf give us some very pins of thoughts. Yes. And we we kind of start realizing that this is not the Olaf that we once knew. We're learning Olaf's new shtick. Stick? Shtick? New schnick. Stick. Schnick. Schnick. New stick. 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 It's like C-H, but like stick. But like stick. S-C-H. Yeah. Olaf's new stick. Stick, yes. And that's, it's all about growing up and maturity. And learning. After three years, I don't understand. Well, maybe, like, snowman years are new. I don't know. I don't, I'll say this already. I don't like. Like, he started off in, like, preschool years. Yes, but I feel like this correlation just doesn't make sense. First, he was wondering about summer. I get his obsessions, you know, wanting something that's so out of reach, especially considering I'm sure he was born in the summer, you know? As he was born in the summer. I thought he was born in spring. I thought it was Google spring or summer. Yes, so I can understand the obsession. But no, I think it's summer because remember afterwards he just started up and was, everything was all cleared up and he's like, oh, well, I, that could that. happen in spring too. Yeah, it could happen. Anyway, so anyway, we're in a song. By the way, they're singing a song through this, so we're gonna let them sing while I talk. And rant a little bit about Olaf. He has a new stick with maturity, and I don't like it. It doesn't no. to me. It doesn't make sense. He gets way too into it. Yes, too deep, too 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 deep. Yes, like it's so worse than how he was with Summer. Well, when he was with Summer, it was kind of cute. It's like yes, it was. It was like oh, the little naive snowman doesn't realize that he's that gonna die. die. <laughs> yeah. And now it's just like, oh, was it like, uh, how is it when you get older? When I'm older, everything will be better. And like, it's like, uh, Olaf, 
Why? And to me, it doesn't make sense for him to be obsessed with being older, especially considering it's three years now. Yeah. I don't know. know. Maybe so many years he's in the preteens. If for every year he gets four human years, he's 12 now. So he's starting to enter his preteens. That still doesn't. Maybe he's an emo. Anyway. So, um, yes, they're singing a song just about how things never change and how they kind of want everything to stay the same. And then as Anna and Olaf are just, you know, going around town, we go to Kristoff and Sven. And Kristoff is kind of hinting at something while he's singing. What's he hinting at? That he's gonna propose? But he's Question mark? He's not very good at it. No. No. <laughs> so and, maybe um, the reindeer will propose instead. Yes, because Sven is very good at romance. So if you listen to the blooper, you'll hear how we tear a new one into Kristoff. Because we were thinking this was only a couple seasons after Frozen. And we were like, how can you get mad at her for wanting to marry Hans? But then you only marry her after knowing her for a couple months. But to hear three years, I'm very proud. That's a very good time limit. Because you leave the honeymoon phase after two years. Yeah, I think they did a good job waiting for three. They did. I wish they would express that more. Like how long it's been. Yeah, like actually tell us. Yes. So anyway, we just see all the characters interacting. We get the scene. It's a really nice scene of Anna and Elsa just coming together and singing. I'm like kind of annoyed with it because I'm like, why are you guys acting like you've never seen each other before? But And I was just talking about how things change, but it's okay, which I guess we're getting ready for a fall festival. Yeah, like out of nowhere, out of nowhere, I feel like we're suddenly having this festival with the whole kingdom. I feel like Flynn Rider a little bit. I mean, can you blame anyone? And then they start talking about how their flag will always fly. And I'm like, where did this come? Is it Arendelle Day? Is that it? Maybe. <laughs> Is it Arendelle Day? That would make sense. Because out of nowhere, they start talking about how things that will change. And Chris also going to propose to Anna. And all of a sudden, just like, you see them gathering around a feast. And then they're like, and our flag is just always going to fly. And it's just like, where did that come from? <laughs> where where they all literally start talking about their flag will always be there and it just literally came from nowhere but we also just... i understand that the single colors make the main character stand out mm -hmm. but i wish the common people had more color options than blue and green yeah i guess like i would see more if that was their soldiers and stuff like that yeah. like like definitely but the townspeople need a better color palette please yes 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 because even anna also gets new outfits yeah so anyway we see the four we'll heading back them. into the palace yes they are ending the song and they're just all you know it's kind of like a good it's like a closing scene i would say except it's an opening scene if that makes sense <laughs> So anyway, the song ends, and we see the group together. Playing charades, and they're just having a good old time. Yes, it is. But someone's a nice. little distracted. Just a little distracted. And who might that be? Elsa? Elsa. Elsa is distracted because she's still hearing that voice in her head. Or outside. I don't think it's in her head. <clears throat> um, well, we don't know that. It might be we, in her head. Can we say 
Can I just say, Olaf is very good at charades. Well, it helps that he can, like, change his whole body. <laughs> just a little. And Elsa is not so good at charades. Yeah. But that's also partially because she's a little distracted. Well, before she gets distracted, she's kind of awkward with it. Yeah. So it's funny because she's trying to, I think her word was like snow. Ice. Ice. And you see her like. Trying to ice skate. Yes, I do see that now knowing her word. But it's just like, why not use your power? And, you know, because if Olaf can do it. He can do it too. Exactly. And But your eyes, like you could just say powers. Like you could, I don't know. No, you can't you say can't powers. You can't say powers. But you That's not how charades work. You could have done something. Anyway, um, we see Elsa turn in early. Olaf is going to get Sven to read a bedtime story because he loves when he does the voices. Especially Kristoff voice. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sven does the best voices. Kristoff was going to talk to Anna. Yeah. But Anna needed to go check on Elsa. Because Elsa is weird about Elsa. And you know what Chris Ross decides to do to talk to Anna? You know what he's going to do? He's going to propose. And we talk about this in the bloopers. Yeah, we're, we talk about this in the bloopers, but it's really not the time nor the place. But that's how a lot of his proposals go. It's not the time nor the place. No. Then he gets mad at Anna. I mean, does he get mad or is he just kind of confused? I think he's a little upset with her doing that song. We don't get to the song. Not yet, but I'm talking about later on. Later on. Later on. Like right now, he's not. He's just starting his pre... He's just worried. Yes. So we get to the girls and Anna's like, Elsa, I know something's wrong. And Elsa says... I think, you know, she seems to be a little bit overboard, but... Now thinking about it, I think she is afraid of once again going back to how it was. Yeah. You know, she's had three good years. She's finally in the place where she feels normalcy. And now something's threatening to break that. So she probably has a little PTSD, maybe PTSD, maybe? She does. Yeah. She definitely does. And anxiety, definitely, from that, which would explain a lot of her behavior. And she's also also reverting back to her old nature, and Anna can see that very clearly. And so she's just trying to do everything possible she can to stop that. You know, I'm sure if we look, it could be we'll find. You know, we need to do is Disney, right? Yes, yes. You know that thing of where they'll like break down when the Pooh characters different into their different disorders. Um, yeah. Yes, I'm sure if we do that, we can find something like that for Anna and Elsa. Um, <laughs> I'm. Actually, now I want to look that up later. Or now. Um, anyway, we see Anna also have a sister moment where Anna sings the little lullaby from earlier. It's really cute. Um, and they both fall asleep. But of course, Elsa's waking up by something. By the voice. And you know what she decides to do? She's going to ignore it. She's not going to listen to that voice because it's not even there. She's going to completely ignore it. And she decides now is a good time to go singing in her kingdom. <laughs> All I can think about this moment is I saw a clip somewhere where someone was just like, shut up. <laughs> yes. It's absolutely hilarious. 
But anyway. Um, so we see Elsa singing and she's kind of having some fun with her powers. We kind of see how they're growing and stuff. She has this really cool thing, like make scenes with her powers. And it's absolutely, I will say this at this moment. I, well, I was, the animation was amazing. Yes. And her powers kind of foreshadow. It does. Which I did not realize that. Well, you didn't know it was, you didn't know to look at it. Yeah. 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 All I could think about was if you look at this animation, this animation alone, I feel like it's a really big part of this movie because they do such a beautiful job. Like who is ever doing this? Mm-hmm. Whoever did this, these people, good job. You know, good job. Because that you could tell how much thought and effort they put into this. Then we have the scene where Elsa kind of freezes everything in the sky. This is one of the things I'll talk about with the animation. Because, like, wow. And we see the signs that were mentioned in the beginning when talking about the altar. Uh, I can't pronounce it. Well, about the group of people. What's it? How do you pronounce it? North, North Aldrin? Yes. Because uh, they're very heavy on the earth, fire, air, and water signs. And when Elsa freezes everything in place, these little crystals have those signs on there. And she freezes everything and then she gets distracted by something. I forgot what. And so instead of these little pieces disappearing, they instead all drops to the ground, thus waking up everyone, who I'm sure were already awake, but that just gave me an excuse to go outside. And next thing we know, we see pink light everywhere taking out all the fire in the village, and we see everything just going to shit. Yes. We're explicit, I can say that. Yes, we are. (laughs) (laughs) I have found the explicit button. It is okay. (laughs) Um, And we see, like, water going all funky the earth is kind of messing up and they evacuate the whole kingdom you know um and they're trying to figure out what's going on and elsa's basically tells anna what's going on and how she thinks she kind of releases spirits they're angry you know yeah they're quite unhappy yes and so Elsa's decided, though, she's going to go follow the voice because she feels like it's good. That's what she needs to do. We see the rock trolls come up. That's, and we hear a little bit about how there's a wrong that needs to be right, how Arendelle isn't safe, and how there's no future if they don't find the truth. So the crew once gets together and they decide they're going to go and figure out everything. And while they do that, the rock trolls will look after their people. Is this is this trip within like a day or two? Is this whole thing happen within a day or two? It happens within a couple of days because you have the day they leave. Mm-hmm. That's already night, so yeah. And then they spend a day in the camp, mm-hmm. and then Anna spends a day in the cave. Is that a day or is that? She spends a night in the cave. She okay. sleeps. Okay. Well, like, that doesn't mean it's a bit of day, but I think it was nighttime. We'll assume it's the day. Yeah. We'll see you later. And then... At the end. Yeah, then day. we have the end. So let's say about four days. Then maybe it's yeah. about four days. So that means the people stay outside <laughs> for four days. 
Yeah. <laughs> but they had the rock trolls to help them, okay? They did. They did. It's like a giant camping trip, I'm sure. Before, But before they leave, anyway, back to the movie. Before they leave, the rock, the pappy, the head rock troll, he's just like, hey, I'm kind of worried about Elsa. You know, you should watch after her. Which, of course, I'm sure. Well, he also says last time, which is kind of interesting, last time we were worried about whether or not she would be able to control her powers. Mm -hmm. And this time we're worried about whether or not. There'll be enough. Yeah. Which, yeah, it's kind of. Which tells you what type of plot we're working with here. Last time it was kind of get Elsa under control. And now the issue is this there's something greater than Elsa. something that we're actually dealing with. Yeah. There's something greater than Elsa. I feel like he's kind of put Anna now in another position of saving Elsa. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I'm not going to let... I'm going to do everything I can for her and that's not the best position to be in. I kind of talk about this in the bloopers, I think. I feel like throughout this movie, Anna is just holding so tightly to Elsa. And she's following her instead of realizing, you know, she kind of needs to go. Yeah. You know, like, and it does suck because, you know, she hasn't been with She's had her, her, half, like her, probably most of her life with Elsa locked away and, and out of reach. But she's trying, she's holding too tightly onto Elsa, not realizing that this is the time that, hey, you guys need to go your separate ways. So, anyway, the crew is all together again. They're on the journey. Sven is riding off, you know, towing them along there on the trip. They have a very long trip. Olaf is providing interesting facts. Is that Elsa's castle? I just realized that. Is that Elsa's castle? Yeah. Oh, that's so cute that they kept it. I wonder if she ever visited. Um, you know, and oh, throughout this trip, Olaf is just giving us some really good facts, you know? Like how water has memory. Which, you know, might be interesting and helpful later. A little foreshadowing. Um, he tells us about how gorillas burp when they're happy, which, okay. Of course, you know, everyone wants him to shush up. And so finally, Olaf and Elsa's going to sleep and it's just Anna and Kristoff and they, well, Anna kind of wants to have a little moment, you know, for a little macking. They want to, she wants to snog with her boyfriend. Boo. Um, but you know, we got things to do, and once again, someone, someone something up. messes it up instead of does the wrong words. Which yes. I have to say, I feel kind of bad for him because he's just trying to recount the situ- the situation. Yeah, I get, I get what you mean. But instead, she takes offense. Which can you blame her? He did not word it right. He really should have sat down and thought about everything. But he, you can't think about every conversation like sometimes like hold on now hold on this isn't just every conversation 
The man's trying to propose. No, to he's girl. not trying to propose right now. He's just trying to like get a kiss. He's trying to make out and be sweet. No, I thought he was trying to propose right now. No, I'm pretty sure he's trying to propose right now. Oh, is he? Yes. Oh. Uh, no, Anna wanted to make out. Oh. Anna was ready to make out. No. He. But no, even he... so, her mindset, you're just making out. And she immediately. Well, yeah, because what he said. But he didn't say anything that bad. What he said was legitimately what he had said earlier. But it's different now. It's been three years into the relationship, and you can't just call your girlfriend crazy. Yes, you can. When I said you have to be crazy, you have to be crazy to, to want to marry, marry someone you just met. That is a fair statement. Okay. Well, apparently, now it makes me want to watch the original one to see if he does say that. Because she says, You didn't say I was crazy. You think I'm crazy. But even so, that's still a fair statement. It even is, if it's not exactly like, what he said. She's stressed out. All she's focusing on, wait a second, he thought I was crazy. When did he think I would? He thought I was crazy. You think I'm great? And when, when she says this, she does look very crazy. <laughs> and of course, he doesn't help anything because he was like, "Oh no, you were crazy." But yeah. Not anymore. And then he makes it worse by he's all like, "You're not crazy. You were just naive." <laughs> and he's just he's just digging the hole. And he just I mean, makes yeah, he just digs the hole. I'm just saying, ladies. Maybe when your guy says something a little bit. Guys are always putting their foot in their mouth. Yeah, maybe That's when true. the guy puts his foot in the mouth, realize that he probably doesn't think out every sentence. And that's okay. He just shouldn't have to think out every no, sentence. No, not every sentence. So but don't when you're proposing. always react. But she doesn't think he's proposing. No, but he is proposing. But he doesn't think she's proposing. She's just no. reacting to us. Hold on now. The conversation is. But she doesn't know that's the conversation. I'm saying from Honor's perspective, we are making out. He just accidentally said, you know, once when I said you had to have been crazy to want to have married a guy that you just met, she doesn't know that he's trying to propose. No, all she hear was, wait a minute, did he just call me crazy? And she immediately flips out. Yeah. I'm just saying, don't immediately flip out. No, okay, so like, yeah, the guys are gonna put their foot in everyday conversations, put their foot in their mouth. It happens, girls do it too. It happens to people. Here's what I'm saying. No, guys don't have to script out every conversation. But considering he's trying to propose to the damn woman, he kind of needs to sit down and write this out. That probably would be a little bit yes, smart. I'm saying the proposal should have been better right now. Yes. I'm just saying, ladies, when your guy puts his foot in his mouth, just don't be a little about. Yeah, don't yeah. flip out so but much. Because a okay. lot of people do, and I have a lot of guy friends, and that's the biggest complaint I get. And I do it. I do it. But also, though, what ties into that is your state of mind and just yes. how you are. Which, and right now, which I do. I'm just saying, try to be aware of it yeah. and try to be kind about it because they're trying to, and life is hard. Life and is we hard. all need a couple of seconds of forgiveness. Me too. But he continue. He, he just, it was just a bad time because she was just so stressed out and focused on Elsa. Honestly, it was a bad time. He's. And he grew up with rock trolls. So I can't blame him. Not good with social cues. 
Okay, so anyway, he tries to propose and fails. Um, and basically, Anna comes to the conclusion of, oh, you think I'm wrong for you? And their strains are starting to put on their relationship. But anyway, Elsa wakes up because she hears the voice. And so, you know, they start walking along until they hit a cloud, which Kristoff <laughs> can't seem to go through. Olaf gets bounced back with. He can't seem to go through, but he's having a lot of fun. And finally, Elsa is definitely able to go through. Mm-hmm. If they hold her and she kind of like uh, creates a dome-like type thing. I think she just lowers the barrier. Yeah. Yeah. Because they get pretty far in. You know, she finds the um, rocks with the symbols for the elements. From earlier. Yep. Um, Olaf, of course, is once again giving us a naive, really put your brain to work things. Like, oh, he says... um, the forest will transform you. Yeah. <laughs> which is just foreshadowing. I wonder how we're going to be transformed. <laughs> yes. Which is like, wow, they go off. And then the spirits and then, push them. And then the barrier decides, okay, y'all have taken long enough. Hurry it up. Yes. And won't let them go back. <laughs> so but yeah. Elsa decides to zap it, which, you know, that was a decision. Yeah. And then they turn around and they realize... They and it really is. They're in this beautiful forest, and what they it, it, it has like red leaves in the ground and orange trees, well, orange leaves, trees, and it really is just so pretty. Yeah, it's pretty. Mm-hmm. Um, we just see everyone walking off doing their own thing, kind of discovering it. Um, Anna finds the dam from before. Dun dun dun. You know, she takes a good sign. It's still standing. And then Kristoff, in all of his brilliance, decides to mention the fact that if the dam broke, it would send a big wave to Arendelle and, like, wash everything away. Yep. And, and he tries to... Anna panics. And he tries to comfort her, but of course doesn't work out. And once again... He decides to propose. Which, honestly, this isn't necessarily, like... It isn't. Here's the thing. They're on a mission, and he should have not proposed on a mission. Yeah. Especially because he knows but he how... he seems determined to propose at every opportunity. Like, given that fact, the reindeer was right. This is a good time to do it. She's in your arms. Yes. You're comforting her. You've got to calm down. Everything the... is calm. You're in a beautiful place. But then he immediately makes her start freaking out again. Yes, and thinking about how because, they're all going to die. Yeah, we're all going to die. they're not going to make it out. I'll say this. Probably though. should not start your proposal with since we're going to die. At least, it, since we're, we might not make it out of here. Kiki? Yes. Since we might not make it out of this podcast alive. Wait, we're not going to make it out? Maybe. We're, we're not. We're going to die? Probably, if I'm lucky. <laughs> Advice to anybody who's going to propose to their significant other. Please take in mind their mindset. Because I feel like Anna is just a little too focused on Elsa to be thinking about marriage. She also, I did do some searching. I can give you also later on. But Anna, from what little bit of diagnosis she can find on her, 
the general consensus is she has anxiety and depression, which as someone who has anxiety and depression, is the world's best combination possible because then you're stressed out about a bunch of things and then you don't give a shit all at the same time. I can definitely see the anxiety. I can see maybe depression. No, anxiety-based depression. Well, you see, yeah, you see the depression kind of when she, like, yeah, like the next step. Like, as soon as things just go off. Yeah. Once she things just go wrong, shut she down. shuts down. Yeah. Yeah. Like, she just can't take it the second things go wrong. And that's yeah. a big sign of depression. Probably due to her childhood. Yeah, it's almost like she has a very traumatic childhood or something. Hum, 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 hum. It's almost like there's a whole movie on it. It's weird. Anyway, but like I was saying, a little advice. Please keep in mind your significant other's state of mind when proposing. It may not be considerate. It may not be the best. You know, you really, you not only have to think of the time, place, venue. Wait, place, venue, same thing. You not only have to think of the setting. And the time. And the mood. And the mood. Thank you. That's the word I was looking for. You need to think of not only your mindset, but their mindset. Be courteous. Be kind. Be yes. loving. Yes. Or they might say no. Or they might go off the rail. And or you might never die. make it there. Exactly. So I'll just say this. They were, she was a little too focused on Elsa. Don't start with we might die and it might end up a little better. Yes. Anyway, after another fail, Anna goes off. off to find Elsa. Yes. Kristoff <laughs> is just alone. defeated. Yes. So Elsa's kind of alone, and we kind of see something going for her, but Anna comes in at the last minute looking for her. And can I just say, her outfit's kind of cute. Which one? Elsa's. Okay. I feel like she has like pants and then long sleeve. I feel like is that a more appropriate yeah. outfit than from the first movie? It is. Because <laughs> she's also wearing a dress. And then we cut from. Anna the and Elsa to, to Olaf. Olaf, who doesn't even know a Samantha, but seems to be calling out her name. And he seems to be... Having a little bit of trouble. Yes, because... Things keep going awry. Basically, the spirits are kind of... One spirit, maybe? The one spirit is kind of... Messing with him. Yes. Well, I think the other one of the other ones shows up in a little bit. Was it, or was it a... Well, that's not wind. No, that's her. Yes. Yeah, so. And I do wonder them. how the. Yeah. See, fire. That's the fire spirit. Is it the fire spirit? Yes. Was that the... That's the fire spirit. Okay. That yeah, is, but see. is fire spirit also? Yeah, yes. Yes. Really? Yes. The thing is the thing is the fire spirit. Oh, okay. So here we come across. <laughs> My one of my problems. Olaf starts talking about how everything in a couple years will seem normal. You know, this it'll seems just, weird now, but everything will work out. Sense. You know, like Which, I just and he says something true things. Growing up means adapting, and he, he, what he says, some of the things he says, is very true. It's just like it's really weird that this is a shtick now. I, don't know I also. I also don't like, like, I sympathize with the mood because I get that a lot of kids think that when you grow up, that when you grow up, all of a sudden everything's going to make a lot more sense. Anyone think about that? 
but it still doesn't make sense for Olaf to be this way. Well, he's growing up. He's still in kid face. Perhaps. You know? Yeah. What are we going to say? But I don't appreciate Disney validating that sentiment in a way. Because there's nothing proving that that's not true. And from my own experience and from being a young adult talking to normal adults, it's not true. If anyone's younger, if any of our friends, if anyone's younger than us who's listening, let me tell you, it gets weird once you become a It gets worse. It It doesn't get better. Like, I'm technically an adult. I'm still not an adult. I still (laughs) refer to people. The way... The way you learn to adult is by things happen. You don't know what to do. You call an adult and the adult tells you what to do. That's how you learn to adult. And eventually you become an adult without realizing it. When another adult calls you because something happens to them and they don't know what to do. Has that happened to you yet? No. Well, yes. (laughs) Yes, did, one of my friends did call me for advice on something, but I don't qualify as an adult yet, so yeah. we're not making that statement true. But that is how you become an adult. So I do not agree with Olaf's song that when you get older, everything makes sense and normal. I think they kind of, I feel like in the end, he kind of finally settles down a little bit. He's like. I mean, he might say he's not going to know everything, but he, like, there's no big, like, no, that's what it, it happens. Like, crazy things happen, you know, things aren't normal as an adult, that's okay. I, I just I feel like he learns more that things change than that crazy things happen, which. They just didn't know. Considering there's a nice little jingle for kids to now learn, I feel like there needs to be more of a lesson to teach kids that it's not true. I think they just didn't know what to do with Olaf or how to incorporate him into the movie. And so they kind but of But he's Olaf, so you had to have him. Yes, but they just gave him a shtick. And the shtick doesn't fit at all. It doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Because what's this especially like hearing now it's three years, what's this three this I guess would make more sense a little bit afterwards, but it still annoyed me. Cause now why is all of a sudden he's focused on growing up? now he's like realizing that he's growing up and he's gonna become a bigger snowman i'm pretty sure he'll stay the same but i don't know you don't know how snowman and anim- magical snowman anatomy works no but he looks the exact same after three years <laughs> maybe he's sensitive about that i don't know maybe if they would have made it to where more he feels out of place because he's a snowman and he wants to human i don't know i like he learns to like love himself as a snowman because that's who he is yeah i liked when he focused on things changing i did appreciate that yes but But i don't learning growing up thing it just to me it just at the end of the day to me it just doesn't make sense i think they were just trying to give kids a character to relate to with this older like i said like i said they could have done it to where he was like oh you know, I feel like I see them growing up, moving on with their lives, and I feel like I'm stuck here in the past. Yeah. So, as we continue on the story, after Olaf's big old speech and song about growing up and how everything will just make sense. Let's watch the next part.
Growing up, how everything will just make sense once he's older and more mature. Um, we see something happening in the background all throughout the song. Yeah, I was gonna say all throughout. Yeah, I was about to say all throughout the song we see something happening. We see the wind and we see the spirits basically kind of. Yeah, we see all of the spirits causing mischief. Well, I don't see water causing mischief. He tries to eat his face off. What? The horse. The horse. Oh. Is that water spirit or is that just this horse who just seems to be magical? That's water. Oh. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> At the end of the song, we see Olaf singing and we see this tornado. Mm-hmm. Cyclone. A cyclone. Yeah. <laughs> Come Pick and- up Olaf. Yes. Like hit him. <laughs> And then pick up the rest of the gang. Yes. And they're all just floating like it's some type of Gravaz type shit. (laughs) Yeah. Very funny. Anna looks like she's going to puke, which I really thought they were going to let her puke. I know. I was just waiting for it. That would not have been fun. We see Elsa kind of save Anna, use her powers, and then it seems the spirits decide, hey, this is the one we want. Yep. But luckily, she breaks free and in doing so freezes them she kind of gets while she's trying to break free of the cyclone she gets to the ground because it like like brings her to the ground and she kind of gets like little flashes of people saying stuff from the past Uh uh-huh and then finally when she is free and she uses her powers she gets like basically she freezes yes she freezes the past through ice cultures because, you know, the water has memory of the past. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> and we get this really funny scene where Olaf is just, he, I don't know. We learned that the water between us has passed through four animals or humans for us, <laughs> which is hilarious to think about. We see the wind spirit coming back, and it's just really playful, which makes sense. It is wind. And Olaf is just like, hey, I'm going to name you Gale. And what does Gale mean? It means wind. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am curious, though. Is it wind in their language? I don't know what Pretty their sure language it's not. Um, Anyway, they're looking at the frozen pieces, and then they come across one that looks like their father. And it looks like a girl is saving their father and they can tell that she's a north north aldrin and so as you know right when they discover that point we hear noise all around them so the crew is getting together they're scared they're back english or germanic from origin so that makes sense kind of where they are yeah yeah all we see we see north aldrins come on one side and we see um, old uh, it, what's what their um? I can't think of their kingdom name. Arendellians. Arendellian soldiers, <laughs> and basically <laughs> That's what they're, they're still at war, but they're basically coming together to come against this little group that has a ice sword and she freezes the ground. Yes, and they're all so surprised because she has magic. Yes, <laughs> and um, they kind of come to the realization that they've been trapped here this whole time. And Olaf is just like, you guys, hold up. I know exactly what to do. Hi, I'm Olaf. And he realizes he's naked. 
And he decides to go into the whole story of Frozen 2. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, Frozen 1 and a little bit of 2. So just for those of y'all who don't know what happened in Frozen, just wait and Olaf will give you a recount. A very nice recount. It is. <laughs> and everyone is enthralled. Mm-hmm. and They really Olaf, get into it. They do. Olaf does a really good job of it. <laughs> They really, when I tell you, they really get into it. They really get into it. I forgot I shouldn't give you the romance sometimes. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I will sit here and watch the movie. See, this worked out perfectly in the beginning because I will watch the movie before we record and just talk, 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 and Amber would have the movie and keep me on track. Um, Anyway, at the end of it, Anna realizes why one of the soldiers look familiar. familiar. And he she remembers his portrait, which considering how much time she spent in that room, she should remember. <laughs> like she remembered the exact place. She informs the lieutenant that her parents are dead. Mm-hmm. Elsa's the queen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so the soldiers are like, Aight, you're the ruler now. We are loyal to you. <laughs> time to protect you. Of course, Elsa steps in though. She's like, I don't want to fight. You don't need to protect me. Yeah. I, there's this voice calling to me and I just want to know the answers. And, and she's like, I'm here to help the forest too. And then something comes up. I feel like one of the North Aldrin say something and then it happens. I think she says, oh, we listen to the, I don't know. I feel like the older one, Um, I forgot what he called her. It starts with a Y. Yelma? Yeah, I don't know. Um, you're not gonna yeah that would just okay look it's hard to get like to the very specific point okay mm-hmm, mm-hmm. she wants to help we only trust nature when nature speaks and right when she listen. says when nature speaks a tree catches on fire <laughs> and Olaf is sure that this will all make sense when he's older which like no because that doesn't make sense to the older people <laughs> But Elsa is determined to take care of the forest fire mm-hmm. that is now starting and spreading and running amok in the forest, question mark? Yes. Um, we see, you know, the heroes saving the day, uh, Kristoff going to help the reindeer. reindeers who are going towards the dead end. Anna, of course, is going to go save Elsa, go straight into the fire. And, you know, I was really hoping that Anna would get have to end up having some type of powers because at this point I didn't know the truth mm-hmm. about, about Elsa's powers so I was hoping that at this point it comes out that Anna had powers mm-hmm. but you know now knowing the truth is just it makes yeah. more sense of course uh Kristoff does save the reindeer and he goes back and saves Anna too yes while Elsa is trying to corral the fire mm-hmm, mm-hmm. literally the fire is running the muck running and then we find out that it's not a fire. It's a little salamander. You know, and it's so scared and it's so cute. And it's on fire. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's the fire spirit. So, you know. You think it has a form? It has like an avatar. We're, okay. Like each of the elements have an avatar. Except for Wynn. Well, Wynn has the little Gale. No, Wynn is Gale. Yeah, Wynn is Gale. Yeah, but- Fire is the salamander, water is the horse, 
Earth is the Giants. Yeah, but wind doesn't have one. Well, it has a wind form, the little leaves. I, w- I guess. I wouldn't really count that Avatar, but sure. Well, that's as windy as a wind form as you're going to get. Like, Sure. How else would you personify wind? I wouldn't personify fire as a salamander. Why? You have the little sal- fire salamanders that like live in fire and volcanoes. I don't know. They could do something else. But it's so cute! It's very cute. We have a very cute scene. Of Elsa playing with the little salamander. And then hearing the voice too. I guess it does make sense for it to be the avatar because we see the salamander also hears a voice. Yes. At the end of it, we see Elsa and Anna, you know, having a little moment. And so... And the North Audrians notice their mother's scarf. That Elsa had just put around Anna. And apparently, that's the North Aldrin scarf from one of their oldest families. So, they go back to the statue because Elsa suddenly realized it's their mother. Yes. Their mother saved their father and their mother is North Aldrin. Which... That kind of just saves everything. Yeah. And so then the North Aldrins do a chant to welcome them into the tribe. Which reminds me very much of, to me, it puts me in the mind of Lilo and Stitch a little bit. I don't see why you keep going back to Lilo and Stitch, but keep going. Just because of, I want to say the opening song. I don't know. I don't know. I just do. I guess. It just reminds me of just the Hawaiian kind of heritage, if that makes sense. I would, you think it would put me in the mind of Moana, but no. I mean, Moana didn't necessarily do any true indigenous vocal singing. They kind of did. Mm-hmm. When, um, just strictly choral and the native tongue. Like, all of their native tongues were to music. Yeah. Whereas this is strictly choral. I got you. So, anyway, after the North Aldrin's kind of welcome in, you know, Finn, I mean, not Finn, Kristoff have a little moment, meets a friend named Ryder. Um, everyone just kind of introduces each other, and everything just seems chill. Yeah. And so everyone's getting ready. Kristoff and his new friend are going to go get ready for Kristoff to propose. Once again. But he's going to do it the North Audrin way this time, which involves a bunch of reindeers. <laughs> um, Anna and the lieutenant kind of have a moment together. Yes. Know, which is very nice. Elsa and um, a woman from the tribe called Honey Mary. Honey Mary. Honey Mary. Um, they have a moment together and she starts singing the song and Honey Mary joins in. This is very sweet. Mm-hmm. But then one of the giants comes along. <laughs> and everyone's gotta hide. Yeah. And then Elsa decides that she has to leave tonight. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But Kristoff and Spin have left. But we so we Without saying leave. anything. Yeah. So we've got to leave the men behind. Yes, because Anna has got her sister. Yes. So part of her, yeah. <laughs> so anyway as they're leaving we cut to Kristoff the next day yes <laughs> who it's who's working on proposing but instead of Anna appearing it's the head of the tribe mm-hmm. 
proposal doesn't quite go as planned. No, not at all. But you know what? Before the proposal, we see Kristoff and um, Ryder kind of bonding a little bit because Ryder also talks to reindeers like Kristoff Four reindeer. Four reindeers. Once Kristoff finds out that they're Anna, moving, Anna left. Elsa left and the tribe is leaving. Kristoff <sighs> goes into a 2YK 2000 type music video help me please and this music video help me is so help fucking me. cringe i'm awful. dropping the f word because it's that awful it's so bad it is that awful like the song is bad yes like it to the me this, at this moment cringe. he seems upset with anna and i'm just like you're you're not doing a good job you need to sit down and just i don't know like, I get what he means. He does kind of feel left behind because Anna's so focused on Elsa. But he, like, just up and left her. Yes. Without any hint of anything. And it's just like... And, like, maybe during the mission isn't the best time to be working on Exactly. And he talks about how he feels left behind and stuff like that. But, like, what issues have been in your relationship except for this moment where you're failing to propose? You know, you've tried three times, not good times. Your wording has fucked it up. Sorry. Has acted up every time. So how is that Anna's fault? You know? Yeah. He's just talking about how he just feels so lost in the woods, literally and figuratively. And it's just not, I don't know. It's just bad. It really is. To me, it just doesn't make, I feel like he's just being too dramatic. It's a very dramatic, terrible song. Yes. Anyway, luckily, coming back to the girls, they are heading off to the north. Yes, and they come across this barren wasteland. And what's there? (gasps) A ship? (gasps) Their parents' ship? That doesn't make sense, because they were supposed to be... South? I think in the dead... East? I don't know. Not here. Not... Yes. (laughs) In order for them to be here... In order for them to be there... They would have to go into like the Dead Sea, I think. Yes. So Anna's like, oh, okay, this doesn't make sense. You know, let's look for the compartment. There's a compartment that's completely waterproof that has a, I guess, a hidden map, the map of their city. Well, it's completely waterproof. So maybe they put something there. Yeah. I think it's supposed to be, though, for their sailing. Like a black box. Yeah. That's what I was thinking, too. They look it up and they find a map that they can't understand. And then they but s- their mom's writing a little note to help them out. Yeah, their mom is sitting in the corner. They're looking for the they're looking for the source of Elsa's magic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Dark see. And and basically they seem like they're trying to go to the magical river that their mom used to sing about. Yes. To find Elsa's source of power mm-hmm. and, and so, so Elsa, then Elsa comes up with this idea that water has memory yes because Olaf kind of just Olaf kind of says oh yeah this totally supports my theory and so Elsa does and what he's and what Elsa creates is after like pulling all the water out of the boat yes is her parents dying moment mm-hmm. so sad and so and she kind of loses Yelena. it at that point she feels very guilty because they were searching for reasons for their power, which I found kind of interesting looking back now because it seems like their mom 
knows the reason. She has her suspicions, yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, Anna kind of helps ease her mind. Like, come on, Yellen. I want to say Yellen because her name rhymes. With, it looks like it rhymes with Helen. Helena. Helena. I said earlier, why would Arendelle, why would the spirits reward Arendelle Yelena. with a magical queen? I was thinking, Helena, Helena. You know? And Anna kind of is like, hey, you know? And she's like, don't shut me out. Let me go if you. We got it. We can go there. We yes, can do it's, this. It's not your fault. But the we can why... do this together. Yes. yes and Elsa's like, no, I can't risk you. And ends up sitting Anna and mm-hmm. Olaf. On like a sled ride into yeah. a river. And so I'm at Olaf kind of have a moment where Olaf, see, this is another shit they could have did. Olaf realizes he actually is angry at Elsa. Because he's been sent yeah. off without goodbye and he, she's just doing this again. See, if they would have done a shtick with him, like... Discovering new emotions. Yes. Instead of just being happy all the time, I would have loved that. Yeah. So, you know, Anna's just like, yeah, you need to speak about your feelings. And then she's like, yeah, no, shut up. Because apparently the boat they're rowing in is not just going down any stream. Yeah, but it's a stream surrounded by a bunch of rock giants. Yes. And they have to be really quiet really quiet because you don't want to wake them up no not at all so it looks like anna found a safe passage away from the giants and so they take a nosedive down a cliff which of a waterfall wow i just want to know how come their boat didn't melt because elsa why does olaf not melt because elsa that's fair so how does olaf's pieces all make it through everything because movie magic. Okay, okay. So now they're in a pit. It's very dark and scoopy. It looks like Anna has life skills. She may be naive, but she has life Jeff skills because she life starts because she starts up a fire. So, so she at least has a tinderbox and knows how to start a torch. Yes. So but congratulations, they, Anna. You are more prepared than last time. I'll say this as they're walking through. Olaf jinx Elsa. <laughs> Yes, because and so she must be doing so much better than they are. Yes, because Olaf figures Anna will probably starve and Olaf will just give up. Mm-hmm. And we come back and we see Elsa, who seems to be getting the courage to just swim into the sea, I guess. Yes. Um, we see her do it and fail because the sea is very rough. It's the Dead Sea. Dark Sea. Dark Sea? I thought it was dead. Dark. No, we have a Dead Sea. We have we? a Dead Sea. Yeah, Dark Sea. Makes more sense. Um, but try and try and try, she does. Which, this is also a scene from Zenimation. Plug it if you want to see the episode where Amber is stuck all on her own. Thought- so if you want to see the episode where Kiki abandoned me and I was all on my own, watch Zenimation. Did not abandon her. Something came up. I don't know what, but something came up. And so then Elsa has to fight the sea spirit until she eventually... She basically has to beat the sea spirit's mission. Yeah. Mission. And so then she rides it to... Wait, wait decide how you were going to call it? Wait, 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 call wait. This place? Before this, I want to say, she didn't beat its mission. The sea spirit is in the form of a horse. We see it earlier with Olaf's scene. So like a horse, she tames it into submission. Beat was the wrong word. I didn't want to make it seem like she was just going around beating people. I mean, why not? Slay it, queen. Not that type of slay. Not that type of slay. You should save that for the bloopers. <laughs> Just like, like that's the sound you use in between. 
Okay, anyway, we see her riding off in the sea with the seahorse and who... Did we decide how we were going to pronounce this name? Atholholland? 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 Sure. Basically, the river place that... And um, it's frozen. Yes. And Elsa hears the voice. And so she must go off. She feels like this voice is good and she's going. Because she feels like this yes. is where... She hears it calling her and she's coming. Because she thinks this is where she'll find the person who's like her, you know? Yes. She also feels like this is kind of where she's meant to go. Like yes. where she's meant to find the answers about her. And I love this. She really lets go. She lets her hair down, you know. She's and just she's, singing her heart out. And she's just all powerful in this moment. Yeah. Like she's she, really coming into herself. She really is. You know, as she's going on, she's excited to finally meet this person. Of course, she doesn't see, see anyone. Where is Gail? You see the lizard? Yeah. Is fire? Yeah. You see the horse is water. Oh. And you see the giant is earth. Bada bing, bada boom. It's just interesting that giant is earth and it's like multiple giants, but there's only one of each other one, you know? I mean, yeah. Anyway, so Elsa is just, she's just thinking about she doesn't want to wait. She is ready for this moment. She's ready. And she's ready to meet the fifth. Oh, wait. <laughs> we forgot to talk about it. So earlier, while Elsa and Honey Maria, Mary, Mary were bonding she mentioned honey i'm just gonna call her honey honey had mentioned that yes on you on the scarf there was a fourth spirit but in the middle there, there were four one there was a fifth spirit and if amber would let me play the movie as she looks for a fry when you get to hey, on, fries are important we see we see basically while elsa's in this while elsa's while Elsa's in this castle, glacier, magical place, the four spirits materialize in diamond form and they lay on the ground and Elsa steps in the middle and, and magic the, happens. And magic happens and she sees all of her past and she sees her mother past, her mother's, her mother's calling out to the wind. Yes. It's her mother's good deed. We mm -hmm. then see her mother singing too. And that's when Elsa realizes that she is herself is the fifth one. Yes. The magical link between magic and the real world. Yes. Bam! Yes, and her Ooh. outfit. It's so beautiful. I love the dress of it. I love the the um, I don't know what to call them. The two flaps, the cape, the cape of it. I love. Does she still wear pants? Tights, tights. Same difference. Both no, there's not. And she's just, you know, Elsa just uses her powers, and she just creates like figurines of her life. And it, it, it's honestly, the animation is absolutely beautiful. This is the Ice Queen. It's amazing. Yes. She, you know has what? Come she truly into her own at this point. She really has more color and more life into her in this movie. She does. Yeah. Well, she's finally not like constricting herself, and yeah. she's finally able to get out to like have some sunlight and some exercise and things. Yeah. I love her hair. So anyway, she's going through. She sees stuff with her past self. She's think she see things like when she was in her ice castle, and she had 
and she destroys a statue of like Prince Hans and she sees a marshmallow and different things like that. <laughs> that was barely starting with the point and you just went straight for the end of it. Anyway. Well, how do you think I keep you moving? <sighs> yeah. Anyway, I see where she you're going and I jump to it and then we progress on. Yeah. But she's like, you skip so much. Anyway, she sees a little bit of her parents past of her parents tell her mom telling her dad the truth, the two of them flirting with each other as kids, her mom saving her dad and hiding away. And then we see something about their grandfather. Yeah. Um, the way it plays out, he's walking off and, you know, he kind of says, you know, how magic is basic, makes people feel too powerful. That's a direct quote, too entitled. And so Elsa's like, no, that's fear. And so the grandfather comes out. It's just like we're any other regular white man and decides he is going to stop the problem before it even starts. Yep. He builds a dam to weaken their land. So they have to rely on him. He, but after he goes off and says that they're going to bring home the soldiers, also, it's following him, but the road stops. Yeah, they're like, she's like at the end of the cliff, and she has to take a moment in order to know the truth, deep dive, dive deep down into this pit to find out the truth. But you risk diving too deep and drowning. Because in this pit, she's actually cold for once, and it looks like she's freezing. She but she's to freeze. She's learning the truth, you know? She sees what happens about how everyone is celebrating the North Aldrin's person. But behind the scenes. Yeah, the North Aldrin person comes to the king and tells him about how the flood isn't doing so well. I mean, the dam isn't mm -hmm. helping. And we see the grandfather betray the North Aldrin king because he's turned around with no weapon. The grandfather decides to cut off his head or stab him. I'm not sure. Well, he's just attacking him. Yes. Um, Elsa is literally freezing in the place so she does this one last thing with her magic calls out her sister names it kind of shoots her power up and what it does is causes the effect of sending basically Anna the truth of what happened it doesn't do much it's just a figurine but it's enough for Anna to get the picture of their grandfather killed a defenseless man and yeah. it's all the grandfather thought and that's the truth which honestly is it a surprise? Nope. No. No, really. No. Listen to the blooper reel. We kind of guessed it. Yeah. We didn't guess the fifth spirit. That right there, that was an amazing surprise. I thought I did. Did you? I think towards as we got closer. Yeah, like it was really close to, but yeah, I think yeah, I yeah, 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 yeah. But like that was still a nice surprise. Yeah. This, however, we kind of called it from the beginning. Yeah. It's, it's pretty obvious, you know? So we see Anna realize what happens and she kind of takes a moment to herself. She's like, okay, I know what has to happen. Yeah. Then she jumps to the fact that she has to destroy the dam, which I don't understand how she got from point A to point Z so I think quickly. only because she knows, I think perhaps because she knows the dam was still up and that was the only thing that was the same within all those years, within those 34 years of being in the mist. The dam is the only thing that stayed. And she realized earlier, cause the way, remember Kristoff said earlier, 
Kristoff said earlier, if the Zan breaks, it's going to wipe away everything in Arendelle. And so I think she just took the worst possible thing that could happen and realized that's what needs to happen. Yeah, I just, I feel like that was quite a, a leap. Mm. I don't know. Or maybe you For think, her to have to have done. Maybe look at it this way. She's thinking, my grandfather's killing this defenseless man. He, his attentions aren't so good. And then... What did he do before that yes. he built the dam? Yes. I guess. I just, I feel like maybe she should have explained her thought process a little bit. If she was going to jump that well, much. Maybe we, maybe she kind of did and we just didn't realize it. Attacking the North Aldrin leader with no weapon. The dam wasn't a gift of peace. It was a trick. See, that's what it was. So she just assumes that it's a trick. But I mean, but think about it. Like, what else could be it? Right, but it could I feel have like it's been a rouse to get them to come in. It doesn't necessarily mean that the dam has to be destroyed. I mean, but what else could she yeah. do? I just feel like we jumped to that conclusion. I really think it's her jumping to worst case scenario as in, okay, yeah. th- that's it. We have to, I think yeah. it's, it's going to play on her mental health wise of her always going straight for the worst. And so she has to go for the worst thing, you know? That's true. I think that plays into this too of, oh, oh, immediately. Oh, well, everything's fucked. Oh, sorry. That's Everything's fine. freaked. So, gotta destroy the dam. Just ruin Arendelle. I'm but leaving then, in the F-bombs here, fine. <laughs> but, um, she also kind of explained, you know, she's like, oh, that's why the spirits were forcing everyone out. You know, so Arendelle can be... I think she, all the pieces were there. She was truly connecting yeah. them. I just feel like a couple of, maybe just like explaining her thought process a little bit. Yeah, I got you. Like, I got you. I got you. I think they tried, but uh, it's hard. Anyway, on the council conclusion, she's like, okay, we have to get out of here. We have to go do this. We have to meet with Elsa. And, and then as out she, how you get out. But as on a turn, she kind of notices little snowflakes in the air. And when she turns around, Olaf seems to be flurrying. Flur- not only flurrying, he's flurrying away. Disintegrating? He's flurrying away. And we say goodbye. So Anna comes to conclusion because Olaf said my magic in me is fading. So Anna realizes, or El- Olaf realizes. Elsa's not okay. Yes. Which is a good confusion. I mean, which is a good conclusion. Conclusion. Which is honestly Anna's worst fear. Like, I'm right. sure. Like, honestly, I, I'm saying honestly too much. So. It's okay. I'll cut out half of them. Anna kind of needs to go to therapy after this. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> we've think- already diagnosed Anna. Anna has anxiety and depression. We have Elsa's diagnosis for later. Uh, but just, or would you? Would you like to go ahead and cover why Elsa should ther- go to therapy? Oh no, they should go to therapy. Elsa should go to therapy because. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's wait for later. Oh, yes, please. But I pulled it up. Huh? But I pulled it up. I know, but we can wait just a little more. We're almost at the but end. But I almost have it there. We only we're almost at the end. Mm. Anna's. Alone. Start singing. Yeah. She's she's all alone. Unfortunately. And so she starts thinking about how she's alone and how she's scared about the next step, but she knows what she's gotta do. She knows she has to get and up. So and so no matter how hard it is, she's gonna do it, which low-key might become my new depression song. Not <laughs> sure. She she really gets up. Her friend's dying, she knows her her friend's dead, her sister's dying. 
she moves on because she knows she has to, which is very queen-like. Mm-hmm. Wink, wink. Hint, hint. Nudge, nudge. And she, she's like, you know, nothing will ever be the same again, but you have to do the right thing. And so she goes, she kind of wakes up the rock giants and they chase her. She leads them to the dam, which when she gets closer, the North Aldrian, I mean, not the North Aldrian, the Arendellian soldiers kind of see her. Well, first, Chris Officer's today, once again. Well, the soldiers <laughs> see her and they realize what she's trying to do and they're going to. They start moving to stop her. Yes, but before that, Kristoff No, they her. see her, and then Kristoff comes to save her. I thought, did they see her before that? Yeah, they see her, but they don't do anything. They just notice her. See, they see her around this time. Uh, I think she's too far from the scene. Hold on. I wonder how they can see. Because they're magic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Sorry, uh, one of the... And not very well. Don't worry, I'm cutting this out. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize that, how he bumped into the other one. Mm-hmm. So there's just three of them? Mm-hmm. That make me feel a little better. I was thinking like a whole family of rock monsters. Let's just start your own. Hurry up! See, he notices her. He knows the rock monsters. Okay. They notice. Yeah, I. They notice her. She's and then he knows the dam. Yeah, she know they notice the soldiers notice honestly into the dam. Kristoff knows the rock monsters, goes that way, sees Anna, picks her up, saves her again. And Kristoff is being a good boyfriend. He's like, you know what? What do you need? You know? And he doesn't question her. She's like, I need to get to the dam. He takes her to the dam. Mm-hmm. Which is a points, amazing boyfriend. Yes, which you know makes up for calling her crazy. Anyway, look, whether or not, look, he did call her going- crazy. He did call her past self crazy. So finally she reaches the soldiers and the soldiers like, what, what are you doing? And so Ada tells them, my sister gave my life up, gave her life up for the truth. The truth is this damn needs to be broken down. And if anything, to be honest, no matter what they want, she's technically queen now. So they have to kind of listen to her. Technically. We want to get technical about it. So the no- so the soldiers are like, okay, let's do this. Call on pawn the rock monsters. Anna, stupid self, goes on the bridge to th- to get them to throw their boulder. And that's what they do. And guess what? The name breaks with Anna on it. Which, come on, Anna, did you really have to go on the bridge? I mean, the dam. Did you really have to? Of course, she's stuck and is having a little trouble, but luckily she's saved. Mm-hmm. Thank God. And we see the water flowing out. Symbol. Symbol. There we go. Come a lot. Come up. We see the water rushing to Arendelle. And who do we see in the water? Elsa. And the water spirit. And they're racing towards Arendelle. 
to try and save it. Which is, I love this too. Like Elsa just wakes up and she knows what she has to do. Yes. So it's quite lovely. Anyway, we see water. Everything's going back to normal. The spirits fix everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fire returns. The sidewalk stop revolting. Yep. And we see Elsa go back to her sister. And we the see- forest. And the mist has been lifted. Yes, which is just beautiful. You know, we see Kristoff and Anna have a moment. And you know what? I think Anna realizes that she held on to her sister too much. Mm-hmm. You know, and she's like, I'm sorry, Kristoff. But, you know, Anna, Kristoff's just like, no, it's okay. I understand. You know, like, I'm not insecure about our relationship enough for this. Like, I know how much to your sister problem. means to you. Yeah. So anyway, we finally see um, Ryder earlier in the film talked about how he's never seen the sky and he finally gets to see it, which I wonder is like such a moment. He and Honey Mary, you know, and we just see the two leaders, the lieutenant and the Northaldrian leader come together just like, wow, it's been 34 years. We see the reindeer just having all types of fun and Anna and Elsa come together once again. It's just beautiful. And also talks about how you didn't lose me. You know, you saved me again. Did what you thought was right. And that was great. Elsa, we see Elsa just coming to the conclusion of, um, you know. Elsa brings back Olaf. Olaf. <laughs> thank God. Who recognizes everyone mm-hmm. this time, I think. Because water retains memory. So like Frosty the Snowman. <laughs> but yeah. the magical nose. I think it's still Olaf. <laughs> it is no it's just the way that um see see okay okay so Olaf says oh you all came back and I love a happy ending I feel like if they would have stuck with the shift of Olaf feeling left behind and like mm-hmm. everyone's going away from him this would have been perfect too and not this growing up um anyway we see everyone just come together and just oh my gosh everything's saved the day is saved everything's good Elsa has a new pet, Salamander. Yes. Uh, the North Aldrians talk to Elsa about how, hey, you belong you up here. here. And Elsa's like, you know what? Yes, I do. And I know exactly what to do for Arendelle. And so someone becomes queen. Queen Anna. Which she looks really good in that dress. She does. She looks so regal. Um, so we see. We see the boys dressed up. Which, <laughs> yes, that's a goof. Yes, we see Kristoff dressed up, looking like Hans a little bit. Do not. <laughs> you Do can't not. Probably, with his hair. Like no, 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 no. Do not with his hair like that. No, 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 no. Okay, fine, fine. But anyway, Anna's just like you don't need to dress up for me. We see the lieutenant connecting with. A woman he kind of mentioned earlier i forgot her name and she shows him a photograph and it's so funny because he's been gone for well i think they took that then yeah i know i know i know but i'm saying he's been gone for 34 years yeah. with all this new technology and he's just like wow look at this magic how, how and so he's just taken by the yeah, world definitely it's so cute because Anna calls the lieutenant away and he turns to his uh, female counterpart, I guess. I don't know. I love interest. Love interest. And he's just like, hey, 
you can look at this photo while I'm gone. It's yeah, so you can look at this while I'm it's dumb. So cute. See a new statue in the square of their parents. Where the flag used to be, I think. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Of their parents who basically did save the day. Because if mm-hmm. it wasn't for her mother saving her father, then the spirits wouldn't have granted Elsa her powers. I wonder if she would be a brunette or a redhead. Mm. Mm. Anyway, we also see Gail taking a message from Anna to Elsa, who is in Northaldra. Inviting her to charade. <laughs> yes. And it's just very nice, you know? A very nice closing. So I think we see Elsa just interacting with the spirits. So it's a really adorable ending. Yes. Yeah. And finally, Elsa is where she truly belongs. Because she sings about it earlier to how she doesn't even feel like she belongs in the air now. Mm-hmm. But she's found her place. Because she's finally free. She can use her magic without worrying about anyone. Anything. One thing I do want to talk about is the lieutenant is a person of color. He's perceived to be black. He could be something else that needs to be IPOC. Um, and I do appreciate that. I'll say this. I wouldn't have been mad if they didn't because of the timing of this movie, the time place we're supposed to be in. I mean, Amber kind of discussed it. I figured, oh, it might be one or two people, but it seems like they have a lot of people in their kingdom who are people of color. But I was like, if it was just one, I can make sense. I don't know. I feel like someone could have came up. I don't know. Could have went to war or something. Some child was... Disney magic does a lot of good. Disney magic does a lot of good. I do appreciate that, though. But it wasn't in your face or anything, either. So yeah. I think that did a good job. It did. If the next movie could be about Elsa being a lesbian, that would be great, Disney. Wink, wink. Nudge, nudge. Or bye. Love that. Because we just got our first... Not too long ago. I think one of Disney Channel shows. Onward. Ash. No. Onward had one. And then Good Luck Charlie had a couple... Did they try to have a couple? I don't know. I know they talk about Andy Mack, which has his first gay character. First gay Disney character. That's nice. Yeah, good luck. Charlie had a set of lesbian moms who were not well received. Look up, wait, look up Andy Mack, though. I think that's... By a lot of people, but they weren't main characters. No. So I feel like it's like with the Finding Dory thing. You know, Finding Dory, where they yeah. have that scene of the couple at the couple at uh, the aquarium. Yeah. So, I think though it's a Disney Channel first. So it was a Disney Channel first, not yeah. Disney first. So they're getting there. Um. But yeah, Disney. If you ever someone listening, to, uh, if you guys ever make it, so they movie. had a side character in Andy Mack mm-hmm. come out. The character Cyrus Goodman came out. Which I didn't watch the show. It's an interesting in plot the movie. show. You know what? It was an interesting but old plot line. Mm-hmm. So, I've never watched it. No, it was like it was like uh, the main character ended up being raised by her grandmother as her mom. It turns okay. out her sister was her mom. That was it. It could have. It, I'm sure it has a lot more meaning to people who do watch it now. Yeah. Anyway, that's what a lot of people though were hinting at. They thought this movie would be about. Anyway, but Onward um, had a. I want to see that. Couple. That's good. They're getting there. Like, even if it's just a BPC, it's still nice to see characters like you on screen. Elsa's diagnosis. We're going to move on to Elsa's diagnosis. Because yes. I'm excited to hear this. Elsa, according to a diagnosis I found, 
done by who was the doctor that this was credited to? Oh, I forgot the doctor. Uh, Dr. Ashgetas and Dr. Carter. What do they say? They believe that her diagnosis would have been agoraphobia, which is an anxiety disorder in which you fear and often avoid places and situations that might cause you to panic. I can see that with that make you feel trapped and helpless or embarrassed. She has borderline personality disorder, which is the inability to regulate emotions. And then she also has depression. I truly feel like everyone just has depression. Not everybody has depression. No. Oops. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I don't know. It just feels like it. I know, right? <laughs> borderline? Really? see that because she does have a lot of trouble regulating her emotions especially in the first movie but that's just because she's always been taught to repress so right i guess I but that's that. not yeah that's the inability to regulate emotions yeah yeah it makes sense um <laughs> so uh, it may so i'll say this the fact that her mom was north aldrin their mom I don't know. It wasn't. It wasn't a surprise. I feel like that was kind of something you could guess because you just need. It's always something with a parent. I thought it was going to turn out kind of like How to Train Your Dragon. How it turns out, the mom was actually alive. Yeah. Sorry for those spoilers. If you haven't seen it, what are you doing with your life? Good movie. You should watch it. I haven't seen the third one. You should watch it. I'll say this for the one of one of the few times because I have seen a couple movies like this before. Hey, the sequel was better than the first one. I'll say this probably because of the hype. Uh, I think Amber will probably say because it had the first one had no plot. Um, I think it's they had amazing what it does. They had a couple more. I feel like they had few too many scenes of Elsa going crazy, and that's why. Because I feel like they have like a story with the whole twist with well, we don't. Uh, um, Amber doesn't like the Hans twist. I don't mind the Hans twist. I just feel like if you take out a couple scenes and he's as a good guy. No, I just feel like you can't base a whole plot off of that twist. No, 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 no. Because that wasn't the main issue. That was just a subplot. Right, but I don't even feel like it was that strong of a subplot. Hmm. But this one had a couple of twists. Or tried to, at least. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, her being a fifth spirit just makes sense, though. So, I'm also wondering, though, now this makes me wonder, has there always been a fifth spirit? Who was the previous fifth spirit? Was it like, did one die and the next one came? Do we have like an avatar situation here? Yeah. We're supposed to take a Doctor Who situation. That would be funny. Yeah, that would be very funny. Except except regenerating, just like there. You just come back into a new. Yeah. That'd be cool. We need more of that plot line. (laughs) Thank you for listening. Oh, that's it. Yeah. You're rambling, so I'm assuming that's it. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, Oh, (laughs) I don't know who animated this movie. I'm sure a lot of people put a lot of hard work into it. You guys did a very good job. This animation is absolutely amazing. You should put this on your resume. <laughs> 800 people of whom 80 were animators. Yeah, those 80 people did a really good job. That's all I want to say. Good job with the movie. This movie was pretty great. Highly recommend it. Um, we used to have a rating scale. What was it? Five years? 
or something. I don't know. We had a rain scale for like two episodes. I hadn't even started editing by the time the rain scale died out. So like, <laughs> don't ask me, hon. Yeah. Um, please be safe. Please wear a mask. I know we're all in different phases in the states of phase two. I think some people are entering phase three. I've heard rumors. <laughs> no one's under phase three? I don't think so. I feel like they opened up movie theaters, so that doesn't but I think it. they closed it, too. All right. We open movie theaters. But I think we closed it. No. we mm-hmm. ha- Our movie theaters are open. And our cases are still climbing. Yeah. Okay. That's probably just trying to push on. Please... It's too late to be to register to vote. So if you are registered, please vote. vote. If you're not registered, please, please register to vote. Yes, and then for the next election, they happen all the time. Hold on, I'll say this: when we talk about the next election, we're not saying the next presidential election. We're meaning your local elections. We're talking the Senate election, the House of Representative elections. These elections are important. We're talking about initiatives. We're talking about down the ballot voting. Yes, because these are. These all these things lead up to the past four years. Yep, all these things have led up to this presidency. They all make a big impact, whether or not you want to think about it or admit it. Yes. So, um, be careful. Flu season is coming. Yes. I need to get my flu shot. Get your flu shot. I need to get a bubble. Yes, Amber does need a bubble. That has nothing to do with the flu season. <laughs> if you have COVID, please be careful. I hope you recover well. Be safe. Don't infect other people. Wash your hands. If you're protesting, I think there might be still protesters happening. I don't know. I'm not sure. We don't see much about it anymore, but that's just because the media does suck ass. Um, so if you are protesting, please be safe. Okay. We're doing Hocus Pocus! She's so silly. Anyway. Are you not excited to do Hocus Pocus? We're going to do Hocus Pocus! Woo! There you go. Anyway. And then we're going to do Robin Hood. Yes. And then we're going to do Avatar. There you go. You know what next year we should do? Huh. We should do um, Halloween Town. I'm pretty sure there are four movies. And mm-hmm. There we go. The whole month. Bye. Oh. Bye. Bye.